This is the Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play Community Theater Podcast. Star Wars The Long Shot Campaign. Many boffins died. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, the crew of the Cape Ring Wookiee departs Reyes 7 with a mysterious warrior and a boffin spy, unaware of the valuable information he bears. But soon, their past will catch up to them, plunging them headlong into the conflict between the Rebellion and the Empire. Please enjoy Episode 13 of this Star Wars West End Games campaign. Many boffins died. So hey everyone, welcome to Star Wars uh, Long Shot Campaign Session 13. I'm Mike, I'm the Game Master. This is 12. This is 13? Okay. That's lucky. Yeah. This is the penultimate episode. The episode before the ultimate episode. Who are you and who are you playing? Uh, Zahiro Tag, Awesomeness. Who are you? Oh, I'm Brian. Also, Awesomeness. Less so, though, in real life. I'm Jack. I am playing Quint Moltra, the resident wrench monkey of the Capering Wookiee and owner of the Big Boomer. He has a new gun. Uh huh. I'm Chris, and I am playing Gwen DeMarco, the slicer of the crew. Okay. And we don't have. Uh, we are gormless. I mean, gandless. We are gandless and uh, Jedi masterless for this session, but that's okay. Yeah. So you got uh, Nesk Dulia, the Boffin dude, on your ship, and you have Bryn Tish <laughs> Bryn, a Nagai warrior. You don't know what a Nagai is, but he seems to be a hyper badass. Uh, on your ship, and you uh, clear atmosphere and function to hyperspace. And I assume you're heading back to Nal Hutta? Sure. I mean, are you? Sure. Okay. I would assume. Okay. So a few hyper days later, you arrive in Nal Hutta. And where are you landing? Doesn't the Hutta have its own private space facility? That's, I mean, he has a, his own little private compound that's okay. off. In the swamps of Nalhutta, and okay. it has a place to land that's uncontrolled and unpatrolled by the Empire. All right. That sounds like a good enough place to go. Okay. So you put it down, and as soon as the ship lands... <laughs> Before you can react. No, no, it's not a bad thing. Uh, it looks like there's a bunch of his servants, or slaves, let's call it what it is. You know, a whole host of Twi'lek dancers and... Uh, you know, barbarian musclemen and whatnot, waiting for you. And as soon as the ship touches down, they go like the grounds crew at Wrigley Field <laughs> and pull this camouflage net over your ship. Good. And uh, kind of prop up an opening so you can get out, you know, out of the cargo door. And uh, Non-Am is waiting down at the bottom of the ramp to, to meet you. 
Ah, welcome, my friends. You have returned. How did it go? Well. Well. Well? Well. Good. No complications, then. No. Allow us to present Schnipty-Boo Flipty Back. (laughs) Bryn? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Duh! He's a Russian hut. (laughs) Duh! This one uh, looks skinny. We have to feed him, fatten him up. But he will do, perhaps. We shall see. Was he the one telling us to get the spy, too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and I see you have brought the boffin as well. Yes. Mmm. Snivel mitts, flishty buns. Nestolia. Says, well, I'm sorry for the uh, sudden... uh, Need to obscure your ship, but uh, there was a Star Destroyer patrolling the planet just yesterday, uh, searching for you. And uh, they seem to have been called away to other business, but I thought it would be a sensible precaution to... Searching for us? Searching for you. I believe it was your old friend, Captain Parlin, in the Relentless. How did we piss him off again? I remember the cutscene, but I don't remember what we did. Uh, you rescued Adar Talon from Tatooine. Yeah. He's the one that sent all the bounty hunters. Yeah. And showed up right at the last minute as you made him look really foolish and bad. And he vowed his eternal vengeance. I will get you for this. So wacky kids. Uh, <laughs> and a little bug, too. But I believe he is <laughs> gone. So. That's good. Says, well, come in. Come in to the Palace of Hutley Delights. And, uh. And we will talk. All right. So inside the Palace of Hutley Delights is uh, the usual scene of uh, lust, gluttony, um, sloth, pride, envy. I'm missing a few, but you get the idea. Eyes wide shut, kind of. Yeah. And uh, uh, he takes you into his little, um, like, arboretum to talk. And it's kind of a halfway pleasant place. And serving, serving people bring you little... Trays of delicacies and stuff to eat. Most of them aren't wriggling. Uh, and he uh, does a short interview with Bryn just to kind of see, like, who is he and what does he know. And seems to be reasonably satisfied. And then he turns and um, has kind of a whispered conference with the Bothan, with Neskdolia. And uh, his eyes kind of go wide for a minute. And he says, uh, excuse me one moment. We'll be right back. Can he slithers out? Waddles? What it means? It's kind of a cross between a waddle and a slither. Uh, presumably to make some sort of call. And uh, comes back in and he says, Well, my friends, I am most, I am most pleased, uh, certainly. Uh, you have shown yourselves to be people of honor. Uh, huts have a strong sense of honor. Uh, when when uh, you owe a favor, you Pay it back and do it well. And I respect it. I found you good to deal with. And now, suddenly, before you can react. See, the thing is, do you remember that uh, assassin droid you talked to during Pet Tatooine Manhunt? Mm, yeah. Vaguely. We are good I do, because... No. No? No, he was a dick. Oh. At that charging station before you left for the whole desert thing? He said no. Uh, he was supposed to hide away on your ship and attack you as you were, like, flying off of Tatooine. 
And I forgot the whole thing. <laughs> so I'm bringing him back for this. Okay. <laughs> All right. As long as you're owning it. Yeah. <laughs> so Nonam is having this uh, little conversation with you, and suddenly the glass roof of the arboretum shatters. And this terrifying but older model droid comes totally like it was played by Van Damme. Yeah. Okay. You know the red (laughs) going back and forth across its little visor. And it uh, I was thinking more Iron Giant but okay. (laughs) Aims its blaster at Nonam and says in the name of the Empire I have come to execute the Emperor's justice. And we can roll awareness for initiative. Seven. Okay. Oh, wait. Uh, ten. Okay. No, seven. Eight. Sorry. Sold. 3D plus one. What'd you get? Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. Zero. Okay. You're first. Okay. <laughs> so he's drawing down on the hut? He seems to be drawing on the hut. Uh, I will... Can I move to interpose myself between him and the hut and draw on fire? Yeah. Okay. You can move oh, and you can... I wouldn't fire. <laughs> At the drawing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Shaw shooting at the shark, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> never seen that with three barrels. That was three barrels in him. <laughs> Ooh, he's staying down with three barrels. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be a 17, but a one on the wild die. Uh, that will hit. Really? No problem. Okay. He's he just got a high soak, I imagine. Uh, surprisingly, no. No. Tremendously great. Well, that's better. Uh, 20. Well, it does not mention exceptional armor for him. Hmm. So, with 8, he has a wound already. Hmm. And it's a good thing, because that... uh, He's going to activate his uh, Sonic Stunner and stun the hut. Which will hit the hut. And stun the hut. I find it easier to execute my targets when they aren't flipping around so much. Uh, Bryn at that point leaps into action. And he's going to do amazing combat things. Uh, he has all the dice. <laughs> so he will hit the hut. And he will do... He's hitting the hut? Yes, because he's the bodyguard. Or not the hut, he's hitting the... <laughs> the damn now that would be a twist. <laughs> what a twist. Oops, I guess we got the wrong bodyguard. Uh, okay, so... 4D... Damage. I mean, he kind of auto-hits, but... That much damage. 12, 15... Uh, we'll raise him to two wounds, and Gwen, it is your turn. Hmm. So, 
You recognize this droid. Yes, because I was going to go talk to him. Mm-hmm. But I was told he was, I, I was under the impression he was far more of a badass than he seems to be. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I didn't really, I mean, like I saw him, and but I didn't interact with him that I recall. I think you, like, talked with him just a little bit, and he basically brushed you off. Yes. Well, I was going to... I thought he was a bigger badass than he seems to be, so I was going to try to make for the ship. Well, you're... The ship... You've walked into the compound. Oh. The ship's parked outside the compound, so you're inside okay. of, like, a oh, okay. arboretum. I oh. Mean, like a oh. Botanical okay. gardens is oh, yes. part of the palace. Okay. All right. I'll just shoot him with my... Oh, can I use my proton torpedoes, or is that on the ship? That's a ship thing. That's a ship thing. <laughs> uh, oh, I have a thermal detonator. Is that a ship thing? No, that's a that's a uh, grenade of hot, white, intense fire. Would that be too much? Well, if he's she's in front of him, I'll just shoot him. Okay. Ooh, I got a six. And seven. Eleven. Fifteen. Hits. And I got a gun. Nineteen. Twenty-three. All right. The droid toppels over. Uh, So much for that guy. So minutes later, uh, Nanam kind of... (laughs) <laughs> a lot of jowl action and manages to shake out of it. Flying, flying. He seems, uh, he's grateful to you and seems satisfied with Bryn's defensive capabilities now. Oh. So after that uh, brief tussle, you are back on Nalhutta. You brought the Bothan spy and the bodyguard to Nanam. He said nice things. And then this assassin droid kind of swooped in and tried to make a hit on Nanam, which... As a team, you stopped. Uh, Doing my part. Nanam seems pretty agitated, not so much by the assassination attempt, because that's old hat. But he says, uh, I've just returned from a conference with my uh, client. And in light of the information that this Bothan carries, this has become... uh, a very time-critical issue. Okay. Says, if you are willing, I would like you to transport him as soon as possible to Zesti- the planet of Zestiga. Um, should that be an astrogation or planetary systems to figure out where that is? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Seven, which probably doesn't tell me. Yeah, you've never heard of it. Um, he says, I can get you coordinates. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, it is uh, deep in the outer rim, and it's not very well known, which is probably why you haven't heard of it. Hmm. Uh, what is the hyperspace multiplier on the Cape Ring one? That would be... Yes. Times one. Times one? Yep. Okay. You sound surprised. I thought it was times two. We upgraded. Okay. He says, uh, 
Well, at the at the speed of your vessel, that would be about eight days away. Uh, but time is of the essence. I w- would like to recommend you back to Honest Azul for an upgrade on your hyperspace okay. drive. This is important enough that I will have it installed at my expense uh, post-haste. Okay, I'll be more than happy to do anything I can to help you, Great Hunt. Okay. He says, oh, and I'll uh, take care of all of your expenses and fu- refueling. And Obviously, this is very important to you. This is critically important. Okay, well, then, unless there's anything else we need to know, uh, Nanam, I think we should leave post-haste then. I agree. He makes arrangements for you to go back to Monastazul, where you got the uh, headhunter. And he clearly has a fire lit under his butt and gets, like, the whole crew of techs out, and they change out your hyperdrive in about two hours. And it's... You give it a looking over. I mean, you're there supervising. Mm -hmm. And they're doing good work, and it is a top-grade unit that they're putting in. So your hyperdrive multiplier is now one-half. Okay. Which is smaller numbers are better. So you are basically as fast as the Millennium Falcon. Cool. 0.5 past... Le- oh, okay. Now that makes sense. Yeah, because it's like... Standard hyperspace travel is done in days at times one. And if your hyperdrive multiplier is times two, then it's twice as many days. And if it's times a half, then it's half as many days. Hmm. <clears throat> So now it's only four days away. Uh, well, depending on if my superior astrogation can maybe shave some time off on that. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give it a roll? Say uh, 13 cut it? 13 will get it there in that much time. Oh. That's that's a success. That means you actually find it. You okay, there Yeah, so 18 would have shaved a day off. So you're, like, plotting your hyperspace route, and Gwen is like, no, no, turn left at Albuquerque. She she actually finds a few little um, things in the ship's library mm. and a kind of map log that look like some workable shortcuts. Now, Oh, yeah, so use the gravity well as a slingshot. Good idea. Yep. So you punch it into hyperspace and arrive around in orbit around Zestiga about three days later uh, doing a sensor sweep. This is a little backwater trading post of a planet. Okay. Uh, Does not seem to have any indigenous life. It's just basically a way stop on the way to other things. So it has a very small population, pretty much one population center. Um, No controlled landing at all. You just put it down in the dirt. And... uh, you, s- you see a lot of private hyperspace-capable craft parked around one building. Hmm. Were we told what we were supposed to do when we got here? Yeah. Okay. You were supposed to meet with... Uh, I mean, I did not tell you in character, so technically no. Okay. But uh, Nanam gave you coordinates to the planet and said, uh, admitted that his employer for this information was the Rebellion High Command. 
Working with the huts. Interesting. And that, well, as an information dealer... Oh, um, sure. And he said, that's who you're meeting with. So go to this planet. It won't be hard to find. It'll be the building with all the uh, ships parked around it. They'll all tell them that you're coming. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, that, we are here. <laughs> Is that the chef droid? <laughs> But of course, Lafayette, dish it up. We are here. So, yeah, you arrive on Zastiga land. Uh, there's not much going on there. And uh, there is a small, rather nicely built, I mean, it almost looks like an inn or a... You mean like an old-timey inn? No, I mean just like a large house that might be where we put people up for the night. Okay. That has all these um, private craft parked around it, maybe a dozen like, or so. Like fighters or pleasure craft or frigates? Uh, no. Frigates um, would be too big to land, I think. <laughs> Therein lies the joke. <laughs> One-seaters, two-seaters, maybe some six-seaters. Uh, six-seaters. The minivans of the Star Yes, <laughs> Star Wars minivans. I'm thinking of some of the things in... Complete the, with the airbrushing of the... In episodes one, two, and three, that so like uh, what headhunters or little transports? Little transports, not not fighters. What, what's the what's the uh, triangle transport? A wing or something like that. Yeah, it's got it's got the one fin on the top yeah. and the other two full. Well, it's like a shuttle. Type, yeah. Type, type. Yeah, those. The the stuff that usually crashes like every other episode on the Clone Wars. Yeah. Right. Moving on. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, you see that. What do you do? Uh, Walt's boldly in. Well. Sorry? Yeah. Walt, we Walt's boldly in. Okay. You Walt's boldly in. And uh, the inside of it does not look like a quaint little inn. It actually looks like a temporary rebel command center. So there's, like, all these monitors on the walls with, you know, maps of the galaxy and... You know, plotting where the fleet is and where the other fleet is and what's going on and all these things. And you see in there a woman with short ginger hair wearing flowing white diaphanous dress who looks like she's in charge. Uh, You see a couple of familiar faces in here. Uh, Adar Talon is in Rebel Regalia. Looks like he's wearing the uniform of an admiral. There's a notably bug-eyed Mon Calamari. Also in an admiral's uniform. Uh, Kunishul is there. Oh, really? He's wearing civilian clothes. Why is he always... No, mind. Natalie, he's Natalie dressed. Oh, no, I, I get that. It's just... Didn't we just like... Is he carrying his briefcase? Uh, no, he does not seem to be carrying a briefcase. Uh, there is a young woman there with her hair done up in buns on the side of her head. Aw. Uh, also wearing a white dress. And a couple of other odd generals and admirals, and they seem to be uh, in the midst of an argument. And uh, you walk in, and the room goes dead silent. Candy grin. <laughs> <laughs> that elicits a little bit of a chuckle from the room. <laughs> and uh, the stately-looking woman uh, says, uh, welcome, uh, uh, you are the one sent by uh, Nanam the Hut. Is this uh, correct? Yes. 
um, We're the ones who have been prophesied by the hut. (laughs) Now is the appointed hour of our arrival. Really, dude? Really? (laughs) She says, I'm in a boot tonight. (laughs) Enter and close the door. Uh, There's much to discuss. (laughs) Quit tracking butt across our legs clean. Sorry. (laughs) Close the door behind you. Take your shoes off. (laughs) Born in a basement and never brought up right. (laughs) Hi, you must be Jack. I'm Brian. Nice to meet you. I had to make up for you while you were... Shit. <laughs> I'm having trouble kicking that gear. <laughs> I'm kind of downshifting. <laughs> it's addicting, it is. She says, and uh, and you, and she kind of nods toward the Bothan. Uh, she says, uh, that they rescued you from the Empire? He says, yes. And she says, what, uh, what did you tell them? He says, I told them nothing. They did not have a chance to break me before. Uh, well, if we'd known we were supposed to, we could have put more effort into it on the trip. Okay, dude, s- seriously. Sorry. <laughs> she says, come forward. And Is that so who I am? The Bothan comes forward, and uh, he says, I have the information uh, that you seek. And he reaches toward his eye, and he, like, and he pulls out a fake eye. It's okay, Brian. It's, it's like a something mechanical or something like that. And he and he sets it on the table in the middle of the room and kind of pushes a button on the back of it or something, and it projects a hologram that shows uh, a planet and a thing that looks like a Death Star orbiting the planet. Well, you don't see that every day. And he wait a second. Oh crap! Um, would that be a memory check? <laughs> what? Um, there is no memory. Oh, r- r- reminding, I received a call. Yeah, your brother's called. Yeah. Oh crap. Yep. So this this hologram comes up. There's the planet. There's this Death Star orbiting the planet, and it is not completely built. So like, there's hunks of it missing, and uh, you know he proceeds to walk them through the technical details of you know where you know he. Touches the Death Star and it gets bigger, and then he's able to kind of 3D view it and say, "Okay, there's, you know, the core is at the center, and there's a bunch of easily accessible ways into the core from the six cardinal directions. Because why wouldn't you? Um, and it's got the big dish on the one side that's the super weapon. And he says, yeah, "You know, we don't believe this to be operational at this point, but it is nearing completion. And according to our information." Uh, Emperor Palpatine himself has arrived to oversee the final stages of construction. Uh, and Ma- Mon Mothma, who is the, the gal, uh, says, well, uh, thank you, that's very complete information. Where is it? And he says, oh, it is orbiting uh, the forest moon of Endor. And they're all like, oh, Endor. <laughs> yep, no. So... They have a start to make plans, and I mean, you're just kind of hanging out in there while they're talking. They don't seem to be shy about discussing this in front of you, but they start making plans about how to put an end to the Empire, get rid of this thing, and blow it the hell up. Uh, Leia, Princess Leia volunteers to undertake Operation Yellow Moon to distract the Empire <coughs> from, uh, to create a distraction so that they can... Uh, gather the rebel fleet together around Solist, and 
they the conversation goes in a bunch of different directions. That's all very technical and warlike and so forth. But one of the things that uh, keeps coming up is Admiral Akbar and General Kraken and Admiral Massa uh, keep talking about how it would be extremely convenient and helpful to their plans if only they could have a Trojan horse within the rebel or within the Empire's fleet. Is this one they'll look at us? And they kind of all look at you. I look behind me. It's like, us? And Akbar, Admiral Akbar says, yes. If only there was a crew with the capability and the guile to take over a Star Destroyer. That would be a real ace in the hole for this project, I tell you. It's a snap! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he works for tips. <laughs> so yeah, they make go through the technical details. Well, you know, Endor provides the has the shield generator that projects the shield that protects the Death Star, and we've got you know one team that's going to go out and knock down the shield generator, and then the fleet is going to uh, attack and. You know, they, they kind of have at least a sketch of a plan, but they think that part of this plan needs to be, we need a friendly team in charge of one of the Imperial Star Destroyers that's involved with the defense to play Trojan Horse to basically, you know, give conflicting orders, screw everything up, uh, <laughs> and create a mess. Okay. Um, I might have two things then. Yes, we're all ears, Mr. Okay. Ultra. Um, <clears throat> number one, you know, um, obviously we're, you know, we'd be able to uh, do what we could on the Star Destroyer, but I might have people on the inside of that thing. Mm-hmm. But I have to make some calls. I'm af- afraid that any contact might well, I- ruin the element of surprise. Okay. Do you have concerns about that? Um, and are these people that you care about? Because we're going to blow up the hell up. Kind of. They might be able to aid that in some way, considering I think they're building it. I'm sorry, let me, allow me to explain. Um, a few, insert time thing here, mm-hmm. uh, ago, I was contacted by my brother, it was Trey, right? It was Trip. Okay, so uh, my brother Trip and most of my family's in construction. Um, I was the only one who went to space. And they told me about a very large Imperial job. I believe I gave that information to. Who's the wolf looking dude? Mal? Yeah. I gave that information to Mal I in hopes that it would come to you. But if they're still there and that's still not operational, we might be able to. Convince my brothers to do something on that side. If if that can be done in a way that uh, does not cause a security breach or leak information uh, to the Empire early, then that would be acceptable. Um, um, I have ways of contacting my brothers. Okay. And I can see what can be done. At the very least, knowing what I know, at least I can get them off. Okay. Well, the, the, the Death Star, get them off the phrasing. Moving on. 
Yes, I didn't take your meaning to be in the, the dirty, nasty way, of course. No, I wasn't saying that. I'm just... We are being recorded, and I already evidently have a reputation. It popped in my head, but I let it go. For the record. Everyone in the room's like, what? We're being recorded? <laughs> Spies! Shoot them! She says, uh, it's come to our attention that uh, there is a particular Star Destroyer that seems to have a mad on for you. Yeah. Yes, of the Relentless. Well, <laughs> interesting name, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it's a little on the nose, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> Says, now, you don't, obviously you understand that you don't stand a chance on taking on an Imperial Star Destroyer head-to-head. Uh, no, of course not. you ain't seen ship. me fly. Okay, you're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> it has a crew of 36,000. Look, yeah. hey, yes. look, you're a 60 laser turrets and <laughs> 70, and it has like 20 AT-ATs. And it's, it's yeah. yeah, you cannot touch it. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of a whispered conversation, and you overhear the, the word hollow shroud thrown around a couple times. <clears throat> um, technical? Yep. Um, ele- wait, uh, 11. You've heard of them, but you, like, aren't up to speed on... It's a thing, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. So it's like me with most memes. Okay, so... I've heard of it. I kind of know what it's about. Wait, you have one of those? She says, no, we have several. What would it be? Uh, Technical. Oh, just regular technical. Yeah. You need a 13. How are you beating me? Seriously. She rolls better. Well, clearly... (laughs) I think maybe I need to uh, 14. adjust. You, you've you heard of these in some detail. The CQ3.9X holographic image disguiser. This is a little holographic projector that you can wear on your belt that makes you look like someone else. Mm-hmm. That's the good news. The bad news is it only lasts for about two minutes. Oh, those things. Okay. And then you have to, like, recharge them. <laughs> so, but... Uh, if the, the thing is about the same size as you, or at least not smaller than you, that you're trying to disguise yourself as, it's pretty much a bomb-proof disguise. And it even works with a, like a built-in vocal synthesizer, so you look and sound like somebody else. So we don't have to spend all that money to fix your vocal cords again. So she says, what I'm, what I'm thinking is this. If the... The Relentless were to run across you in space. Do you feel like they would uh, pursue every reasonable effort to capture you? Mm. Unless there's someone bigger and better than the captain on there telling them to play. Yeah. So that would get you on board. What do you think would the next step would be once you were captured? Um, well, I'm, I should be able to secret some equipment on me so we can actually get out. <clears throat> but um, we could always... Cause their hyperdrive to overload or something. Wouldn't be that difficult. But we're going to be the Trojan horse, right? Right. The Trojan horses we take over the ship. Right. <clears throat> well, we can make it so that it looks like their uh, their hyperdrive is runaway. They'll abandon ship, and then we can just reverse it and go back. And uh, She says, I don't think you're thinking big enough. She's thinking we get in a room with the commander, clump him over the head, disguise ourselves as him, and take their place on the bridge. Yeah. 
Well, you don't need that many people to actually navigate the thing. You can have the Empire navigate it. If you're the captain, you simply give the orders of where to go. The that's rest of you could be disguised as midshipmen or that's something. That's way to do it. 36,000 people on the ship. Right. Uh, it, it would not be difficult. Okay. Strictly speaking, we wouldn't even need to do that if you club a couple of, of captains and steal their uniform. Yeah. I mean, we just need one person to oppose as the commander, in theory. Mm-hmm. We could Maybe. do yeah, I mean, it's it's doable. If we have the technology, it shouldn't be that difficult. <clears throat> One stormtrooper looks the same as another. It's kind of the point. Some are shorter than others. <laughs> kind of short to be a stormtrooper. <laughs> so is part of her plan the thing where we pretend like, oh, you got us, and then we have to listen to the evil bad guy's speech? Mm-hmm. Once there's somewhere to execute us. No, all we have to do is just find a way to get the, you know, get, go get Captain's Courageous to do it. Um, I'm then, hot-headed. I'm not good at biting my tongue, even if I know mm. it's a ruse. So, I sense... Do you have any stun grenades? We might need one. Sure. Cool. Then we're good. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it's going to be very, very painful. <laughs> <laughs> just shut up and pretend, oh, you got us, until they get us in a small enough room that we can take them out without a legion of stormtroopers watching. Well, like I said, it's a time grenade. Well, they probably uh, expect a certain amount of fight and resistance anyway. It would only add to the veracity of your account. Yeah. Okay. So do you want one holographic uh, image disguiser or a multiple? Uh, nine. No. <laughs> we have five. They're expensive. You have five total? Mm-hmm. I don't know. How do you want to play this? What's more important than saving the rebellion? Nothing, but we still only have five. <laughs> well, and you we'll can't imagine five. the time I spend budgeting for this nonsense. <laughs> it's almost June. It's time to do budgets again. <laughs> Everyone is going bananas. Many faucets were budgeted. Mutating <laughs> <laughs> these five devices. She says, very good. You volunteered. Yeah, sure. All right. It's a crap. Uh, it's a wrap. Admiral Massa, like, on his screens and pulls up and says, uh, our latest information shows that, uh, and I don't know what Admiral Massa is, species-wise. Spell? M-A-S-S-A. He's a Zabrak. Sure, he's a Zabrak. Okay. He says, uh, he's our, a Klingon. our latest... <laughs> <laughs> our latest data shows... Uh, the Relentless to be in the neighborhood of the Monsua Nebula. Don't know what they're doing out there, but there you have it. M-O-N-S-U-A. He's a Duros. Okay. Oh, but what happens to the capering Wookiee? Does it, do we just get sucked into the yeah, Star they have, Destroyer? Okay. They have tractor beams. Tend to fight, but not really. Oh, we'll yeah. fight. We'll get tractor beams in. Well, if we fight, then they'll blow us up. No. I mean, there's a... no, 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 no. This guy is obsessed. Remember, he wants to capture us so he can gloat and whatever. If he blasts us up, then we don't have to listen to a monologue. That's like you know, that's like bad guy etiquette 101. You have yeah. to monologue. He's been working on his monologue. He's been writing it. Okay, so we just have to go somewhere and attract their attention. And... Oh, I know a way to do that. Attention just by flying. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Fast and looking like a nice juicy nugget. Oh, so you want to do a rabbit? 
chase? Okay, we can do that. I don't really want to do any of it. Well, we kind of got voluntold, didn't we? Yep. I mean, I'll enjoy the part where we're steering the star to <coughs> Painful demise. But... You're a fair fight to all this sneaking around. If you want to take on the Star Destroyer, <laughs> head to head. I've Can we get stats. another Star Destroyer? I've got a bad I feeling. you got to get one before you can get two. I've got a bad feeling about this. Maybe we just get a Mount Cal Cruiser or something? Says, no, that would give it away. Like You couldn't <laughs> really be the Trojan horse in the Empire fleet with a uh, Mount Cal Cruiser. So yeah, they. Well, this is just relentless. We're not. You know, going. if you took one, you know, these five things, put them together, you could cover a whole ship, make it look like a star destroyer. No, we could for two minutes. No, we couldn't. It's not big enough. It's not big enough. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. The only way you'd do something like that is if you pass through the deflector array and screw that, you'd probably burn it out. Ugh. All right, let's go. All right, rack em, rack em. You are heroes of the rebellion. They put. They are already putting memorial plaques on the wall of you. <laughs> We've got the suckers to do it. I can't believe it. Hey, how come Wedge Antilles never has to put up with this bullshit? Hey, how come they all have gold stars already? Yeah. The, the uh, Vothan stays behind. Uh, they give you... Oh, come on. Okay. Well, he's got to keep debriefing them. Yeah. So you've got coordinates for the Monsula Nebula. All right. Then you can astrogate there without too much problem. It's fairly zippy because... You have a fast hyperdrive now. Yeah. 18. You managed to find it and cut a day off the trip. Woohoo! So, yeah, when you pop out of hyperspace in the neighborhood of the nebula, it's like all of your sensors just are going because <laughs> there's all this horrible electromagnetic interference. Can I try and cut through it? Uh, sure. Give me a sensors check. Nineteen. Uh, yeah, you actually uh, narrow the bandwidth, or apply a filter, or something. We reverse the polarity. Yeah, there you go. and uh, start sweeping. And there is a so a nebula is what's left when a star explodes, mm-hmm. and it gets really, really big, mm-hmm. like way bigger than the solar system that surrounded it. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in that, you sense a planet. And you also sense a big ship. Okay, so here's the idea. Uh, you want to, we could either do a strafing run, or we could just. Do we have any idea why it's here? Mm-hmm. It seems odd that it would just. I mean, it's hunting us, and then something goes off to this weird planet in the middle of a nebula. Do we know anything about this planet or nebula? Nope. Well, give me a planetary systems check. I got nothing. Fifteen. Jesus. Gwen, you know. Uh, <laughs> Gwen's dice have eaten you, their Wheaties. Yes. Okay, so so because of all the electromagnetic interference, this is a good place to hide out. This would be a good place for a rebel base. Or pirates, or who knows what. But like this would be a good hideout, and you wonder if uh, because of Captain Parlin's failure to come up with Adar Talon and then to extract his revenge on you, 
if he was uh, basically assigned this as some sort of ship detail. Like Greenland. Uh, yeah. Like, go fly into the damn nebula and see if you can find any rebels. Like, that's your guess, putting two and two together and somehow coming up with five. Okay. Um, like, that's that's what Vader does before he force chokes you. Okay. This makes you go check out all the nebulas to see if there are rebels hiding in them. Okay, next question. Um, I don't know how this works in, in uh, Star Wars. Can we tell if their deflector shields are up? You would know that typically sh- shields are like a very transient thing. You put them up and then they're very power intensive. Hmm. So they are not up all the time. They're only up in combat situations. Okay. And even then it's only like, oh, a shot is coming in. Put the shields up. Okay, they're back down again. Do you think you can get in there quiet enough so we can take some shots at their array? So that way they're really screwed when they're trying to find us? But they need to find us. That's the point. Well, yeah, but... Let's just fly to the planet. Like we're making for some secret imperial or secret rebel base that we think is there. That okay. Long ago I'm, I'm with it. They'll think they jumped us and we'll play act it. Fly close, but not too close. Fly casual. Fly casual. So you start flying in toward the planet mm-hmm. and start wiggling presenting. Uh, like you're drunk. <laughs> like? They seem to be doing some sort of sensor sweep of the planet below and probably making slow work of it. The planet itself looks like it's a uh, was wiped out in the supernova, so it's basically just uh, hardened lava now. Like it's not even it's not habitable. Yeah, but still might be a good place to put some sort of little thing. So yeah, um, they don't seem to notice you. Well, yeah, let's just fly right into the planet. Oh my roll a d6. Are you gonna Oh please do it, please. Oh Yes. They uh seem to be uh in the process of sending out like a smaller scout ship to go fly closer to the surface. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Do it. Do it. Fly right in, I'll go get the guns and we'll just start. Much more hard pressed to come up with a story once we meet the guy face to face, but I'm tempted. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want to do? I kind of want to fly into the docking bay and just see what happens. But. Hey, um, we do have proton torpedoes. Just sand, though. Just one right in the bay. Our mission isn't to blow up the ship. It's yeah. not going to blow up the ship. It's going to blow up all their little fighters so they don't kill us, so they have to track us. It won't in. blow up all their little fighters. It'll blow up two. They have 72. How many proton torpedoes do we have? <laughs> no, seriously. We just, we just shoot one down the pipe. They'll pay attention to us finally. Well, flying right in there is a little too on the nose, because then they're going to think we're up to something. I know. But what else am I going to have this opportunity? (laughs) I agree. All right, we'll fly casual, pass, make quick. We're checking out the planet ourselves. Okay. They notice you. Okay. Uh, Once you get into, like, clear visual range, uh, you get hailed on the radio. Attention, private vessel. This is the Imperial Star Destroyer 
relentless. Uh, please make your transponder. Can I get my transponder to say go F yourself in binary? No okay. Yeah, because uh, they made it modifiable. Cool. That's very funny. Please make your transponder. <laughs> we show you as being a uh, uh, Nova Drive 3Z uh, with a configured uh, car. Yeah. What's, what's the captain's name? Parlum. Yeah, uh, okay, so here. My transponder is now Captain Parlum. Sucks. LOL. Please be advised that uh, the Empire has cordoned off this planet for a search. Uh, Should we just start being a smartass and just really get this goat? <coughs> what were the last two messages? <laughs> well, they, they were just kind of letting us go. It's like, oh, Captain. Yeah, so the funny part is going to be that you can't even get them to capture <laughs> <laughs> It's like we're poking the bear, and they're like... Uh, you hear some of the chatter over the comms as, you know, this guy is trying to basically traffic control you. And, and someone goes, Holy shit, that's the capering Wookiee! Someone let Captain Parlin know. And, the, you know, there's a... Uh, Good thing we painted this. You are ordered, ordered to heave to immediately, or we will blow you out of the sky. Do you understand? Punch it, Chewy. I mean, what? I don't want to get blown out of the sky. No, evasive maneuvers. Come on. All right. I'll I'll fly a little bit evasive, but not so much that they can't tractor beam us. Okay, give me a piloting roll. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, Ten tractor beam projectors. <laughs> Fire control. Okay. All right. So are we you see uh, 60 turbo laser batteries and 60 ion cannons all <laughs> swivel around and aim at your ship. Let's run. Ready? We got four beam shields. And the tractor beams come on. Uh, and that will beat your piloting roll. And we just... I just brought Yakety Sacks, man. Come on. Okay, fine. Uh, so yeah, you get captured by the tractor beam, and yeah, we do dragged in uh, to the open pod bay door. Okay, <clears throat> I go grab Big Boy. <laughs> okay. Well, if we make it too easy, and I never get to play with this thing. All right, so they're sucking us in. They're sucking you in, as it were. I believe this came up once before, like ten sessions ago. With my five pistols, I can manage to put enough of them in conspicuous locations that the one in my boot maybe is less conspicuous. Uh, well, I think you'd have to give me a... That sounds like a conceal... Or skullduggery. Skullduggery. Let's check that. Yeah, hiding a thing is skullduggery. Yeah, never mind. Um, I'm going to need to do that for... Apparently it was a different skill last time I did this. Could be. <laughs> Alright, so there's a pretty much a quarter of a division, a unit of stormtroopers. A squadron. A squadron, thank you. Having someone at the table with actual military knowledge is useful sometimes. 
squadron of stormtroopers is surrounding the ship, mm-hmm. mostly concentrated around the uh, uh, ramp mm-hmm. entrance. And uh, there's like a command over the loudspeakers. Uh, Come out with your hands up. We have you surrounded. Damn. Fight or no fight? No. No? Shit. Okay. Fine. <clears throat> um, it's called Agree to Hide Stuff? Yep. I'm going to hide some tools. What? I don't have any thermal detonators. And besides, I don't have a gam to hide them in. I do. No, I've got my big gun, and I've got my uh, laser cutter and uh, my toolkit. So okay. I'm, I'm going to take... You can take a selection of small tools and like put them in the seams of your clothing or whatnot. Right, stuff that I'm probably going to need to... Fuck shit up. Do what I need. Right. wearing a belt. Still there, right? Yeah. Uh, you need 19. a space belt to hold up your space pants. 19. So I meant the hologram belt. Oh, not yet. Well, where are they then? No, no, no. I mean, we have them. Yes. It's like a little box that clips on to smuggle them on our person, however. Yeah. It, it looks like a beeper. It. Yeah, but we have to have them with us when we're being interrogated, right? We can't like leave them on the ship and then go get interrogated and be like be right back. Yeah. <laughs> you have a point. <laughs> they, they, you know, uh, from your interactions with stormtroopers before, they will take away obvious weapons. They're not going to take your clothes and take your personal effects. Right, so they look like... They're not going to take the keys out of your... Yeah. yeah. Why, why would right. they take the weapons? It's not like they can use them. Huh? You, ever, you ever seen a stormtrooper shoot? Yeah. Uh, oh, but I mean, we have to have the thing on us. Yeah. So, stick one in a boot. Yeah. Hide them. Six boots, five devices. I wear coveralls. I got lots of pockets. Somebody's got a Wait. spare boot. Right. Yeah. So, so, basically, you come down the ramp. They grab you. Take your shotgun away. No! Take your blasters away. Damn. Take your vibroblades away. Keep shaking you until weapons stop falling out. The little clerk guy, like, writes you up a receipt for all of your... Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Like Frank Oz. We have, we have procedures. <laughs> we can't run a run an empire without... Uh, One prophylactic. <laughs> 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 and they march you into the brick. Where you wait for about... Ten minutes, so you're in a you're all together. You are in a locked room. Zakesh and uh, Corwin are there, but I'm going to blue light them. So uh, you're locked up for a period of time, and then uh, in comes uh, Captain Parlin, along with a couple of guards. Well, hello, Nerf Herder. And another dude comes in. If he's wearing a black helmet, I'm out. Nope. The guy next to the guy in the black helmet. Uh, Darth Douchebag? I don't know. Yes. And uh, you can all give me an awareness check. I swear to God, he looks like Michael Madsen. Easy. Oh. Just need an eight. I got an eight. I got, an eight. I got, more than I got a ten. Woo! A big okay. spread. You all notice when, when this group of people comes in that Corwin seems to react and like he's normally so on just... The Jedi? Jedi, even steady keel, no response to anything. When this cat walks in, he gives a big twitch and like you can feel the fear radiating off of him. 
Oh, this is comfortable. And Captain Parlance says, ah, finally, I have captured you. You must have thought that you were pretty slick, what you did back on Tatooine. Well, you were pretty gullible. I just arrived too late. Well, that's what happens when you're second best. Well, we shall soon see about that. Nero is worried about keeping a straight face during this interaction. I tell He's not going to even notice I'm in the room. Go right ahead, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did Talk you... your trash. No, no. I'm sorry. Did you want to get in on this? me out from under the spot. I, I'm most happy to not be uh, having to interact. He turns to the... I mean, the guards are just set dressing, but he turns to the other dude and says, Hi, Inquisitor Tremaine. Who do you want to start with? Like, what, Johnny Tremaine? Okay. No. This is... We've I... that before in this campaign. High Inquisitor Tremaine? Yeah. Corbin has. What I mean is that I recognize the name. Is that because I recognize the name or because it's come up earlier in the campaign? Uh, it's come up earlier in the campaign when I told Corbin his backstory. Okay. Or we were probably talking about it out loud. But you have not run into anyone called High Inquisitor Tremaine. Okay. But you know that uh, this is an important person out of Corbin's past. Okay. And uh, the creepy Imperial High Inquisitor says, Oh, I want to start with the Jedi. And he starts. Force lightning. Um, are there any loose objects in the room? Just my mouth. What would you like? A can of baked beans. Yeah. I mean, there's not a can of baked beans. <laughs> but, uh, Similar height, weight, girth. Um, like, it is a pretty basic holding pen, but I would think it would have... I mean, it's not... As stripped down as a prison, so there would be uh, cups and plates and basic uh, comforts in there. Holding pen, okay. So, are we physically bound? No. (laughs) But we are in some sort of confined space. Yes, you are in a secure... You are in the brig, or part of the brig, of this Imperial Star Destroyer. Um, So there's an access code on the door... Like, when they locked you in, you couldn't get out. Oh, okay. But it's a physical door. It is a physical door. Like the Buck Rogers energy shield. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no ray shield door. Um, and we have two named opponents and several guards in. Two named opponents and two guards. Okay. Um, but we're physically restrained. I would like, if possible, and he's, like, doing force lightning shit on... On Corwin. Yeah. Okay. I would like to attempt to use the telekinesis power to... Sling a can of baked beans <laughs> at High Inquisitor Terrain's head. Okay. Um, to possibly knock him out, or at the very least stun him so we can get a jump on. Is anyone else opposed to this? Um, that you think? My, my only thing would be uh, your force powers are somewhat limited. It might make more sense to use it for something that you wouldn't be able to do with just your arm. Well, I think the guards would see if I ran across the room to a can of baked beans and physically. Who said it's across their room? Uh, I'm just saying that. Okay. If they see you throw a can of baked beans, they're going to shoot you, but right. you don't have anything to shoot. If back. it comes out of nowhere, there's going to be at least a few seconds of confusion okay. that we can take advantage of. I, I think I, I am not against that idea. Once they start up the force lightning, probably the ruse has gone far enough, at least as far as the people in the room. Oh come on! He's just lightening up his life. Um, so yeah, I'd like to do that. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So roll your uh, that force skill okay. thing. Um, since I've only got two d two, I'd like to earn a force point. Okay. So that will give me four d two. Four d plus four, which is five d plus one. Okay. One of them special. Ten. Nineteen total. Cute in this one. <laughs> More or less. That does not beat his dodge. Really? He misses by one. Doesn't he have some kind of flat footed penalty? Or something? You can't use the Benny Steamit. Oh. Can yeah. I? No, you can't. You, you can't, can't mix them when you use a force point. Uh, Alright. Well. He'd struggle with who threw that. <laughs> no, because he knows there's a Jedi in the room. A Jedi? Yes. He does not know there's two. Yeah. Well, one and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, he thinks it's Corwin. So okay. this can of big beans goes shooting at his head. He manages to dodge out of the way just in time, and he says, Ha! You think you could get me with a cheap trick like that, Corwin? <laughs> Black beans. See, that... That was exactly the distraction we needed. <laughs> Alright. Alright. How, how about this? While he's monologuing, I'm going to... Ha ha ha. And just... Sucker punch him. Sucker punch the Inquisitor? Yeah. Okay. I mean, worst case scenario, I get fried. Sucker punch a stormtrooper. <laughs> no, because he's monologuing. It's <laughs> I, perfect. I know. I'm just being... Okay. <clears throat> Alright. You'll need a 20 to hit him. Okay, what about Stormtrooper? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You'll need a uh, 12 to hit him. His brawling is actually not that good. That's his melee. That's 16. Uh, you don't have, it doesn't uh, help to keep rolling. A bunch. Anything. Yeah. And I don't know <laughs> what the damage is for that. Uh, your strength. My brawn? Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe I'll loosen a tooth. Uh, or at least piss him off. That did not seem to do anything. Still got his attention. I did connect. The fact that it didn't do any damage is immaterial. Okay. Gwen, since this is all happening in sort of the surprise round, is there anything you'd like to do? I don't even know these assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Too late for that. The two, there's two stormtrooper guards. Yep, and the captain, um, and the this is kind of what the captain looks like. That's actually a different character, but I'm gonna say he looks like that. Yeah, just typical. So he's a he's a administrative um, punk, and then he's, he doesn't seem to be armed. But uh, the high inquisitor has a cloak, so that's not has a cloak and a lightsaber on his belt that he doesn't have out, and some kind of metal eye. Which is probably why my fist didn't do what he think. Is there like? Hmm. What do you, What are you thinking? Is there like a pickpockets skill? Yeah, skull duggery. Skull duggery. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not that great at it. Uh, or stealth. You can use okay, stealth I've, otherwise. Okay, better stealth. Um. So is there something on? Like, is there a sidearm or something that I could try to take off one of the stormtroopers? 
Uh, they're holding they're their holding. blasters at port arms. Uh, yeah, they don't... Like this? What does that no, mean? No, port arms is like oh, this. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and as things go down, you know, they're getting ready to fire. So, I mean, they're... But they, they're pretty late in the action. Well, we haven't rolled initiative yet. Yeah, you could probably grab one of them by the barrel and rip it out of their but, hands. Uh, well, I don't have good, like, brawl or anything like that. Right. Well, this, this so torturer dude, the Inquisitor, seems to have a uh, lightsaber on his belt. Okay, and he's been distracted by the... By everyone. The, by by the fisto quints and the beans. And yeah. I can... I'm gonna... You don't have to... You can just... See whether or not you succeed. Okay, so I'm going to try to grab his lightsaber. Okay. And that was a stealth. Oh, and she gets her first one of the night. Well, you got that Benny. I'm going to, can I spend this to re-roll it? Or you Or add a wild die. So you can add another die that explodes if it rolls a six. Uh, Okay. Fifteen, right? Yeah. Okay. But it's the one on the. I'm gonna see if you're able to get it. He does not have that good of. A... He's already busy because I'm doing the force lightning. And I'm ducking the beans. I'm getting punched in my metal eye by this weakling over here. He's got a lot going on. So you okay. you go grab him and you grab this weird handle with a button on it. But you've seen Corwin has one of these. You've seen it before. You have no idea what it does. I mean, you know what it does. You just have never actually held it in your hand. Okay, so I'm just going to hold it in my hand for the moment then. Okay, you can do a second action. You're just going to lose a die. So is Corwin still under zap mode? Yep, Corwin is still Okay, so I can't, like, toss it to him. You could. Yeah, but is he going to be able to catch it if he's being zapped? I think maybe he could, should be able to try, shouldn't he? Because he's probably, what he's busy doing right now is doing the whole control pain thing. Okay. Which is actually a thing he's pretty good at. Okay. Because he's been so tortured a lot before. So what do I use before. for, <laughs> or can I, can I use athletics to try to flip across the room and get it to him? Because I want to get it to him because I'm not going to be any use with something uh, like that. Throw would be Just a, a throw? good skill. Is there throw? Mm-hmm. Which is one of your agility skills. Oh, throw. Oh, is there a toss tenderly skill on your hand? I'm going to say that's okay. going to make it easier. Okay. You'll need an eight. Oh, okay. Ooh, I got my six that time again. Explodey. Eight, ten, twelve. All right. Corwin, catch. So uh, now we'll roll initiative. <laughs> it's like Army of Darkness when he just kind of reaches out and clicks into his... So, uh, roll awareness. Fuck you. That was Corwin. Oh, okay. <laughs> Am I dead? No. And I think... Not yet. <clears throat> All right, Zahira. What'd you get, uh, Quint? Five. I got a five! Seven. Seven, okay. Alright, so Corwin catches the lightsaber 
and gets it rocking and rolling. He does not like the color. Because <laughs> uh, it's one of the evil colors. Yeah. But any port in the storm. And uh, he's not going to throw any force goodies into this yet. Because torture. I think, in fairness, he should have to use his brawling since he's now unarmed. So 6, 10, 17 would hit. And that's pretty crap damage. 12, 13. Uh, he goes to swing the lightsaber, and Tremaine, like, has to pull off with the force lightning. But he does, like, some sort of force thing with his hand to, like, almost catch the lightsaber. And, there, like, there's this electrical crackle. <laughs> um, and Corwin is uh, clearly having some sort of PTSD flashback thing with this dude. Like, they've got history that ain't good. So, um, so that's happening. Zahira. Right, great, great for the officer's sidearm. I presume he has one. Uh, he doesn't seem to. Parlum? Yeah. Get Roll a d6. Hi, he does. Of course he has a sidearm. <laughs> Alright, I'll grab for it. Okay, give me a... Uh, uh, give me a dex check to just... Agility. Uh, agility, sorry, to grab it. That'll be opposed. I had a 14. <laughs> That's much better. <laughs> yes, you're able to grab the sidearm. Okay. Um, Taken completely by surprise. Alright, uh, fuck. Alright, so that's one action. I'll fire at the evil Jedi. The dark Jedi. Okay. Shoot him up. Sixteen. Not enough. Oh, wait. Yeah. I'm gonna make him roll his dodge. Because he's, okay. he's been busy doing a lot of things. Uh... Let's see. He, suck. he did force lightning. He dodged the can of beans. <laughs> he dodged the punch. Well, the he didn't dodge the punch. Just didn't do anything. Can he, of beans would have been my last action. So okay, and he well he blocked. Oh, that's right. I'm just a cream puff. So all he did was uh, block the lightsaber blow. Right. So he's down one. 10, 16, 18. All right. One. Okay, you <coughs> with the blaster. Okay. Assume it's 5D. Okay. Fuck me. Uh, 14. He, uh, like, does an, he does some sort of Jedi Wax on. deflection thing of the shot. Okay. <laughs> uh, Parlin, now disarmed, is going to Boy, he's really sucky. He's going to flip the table and hide behind it. Get them! Shoot them a lot, he says to the stormtroopers. <laughs> uh, Gand is going to go. Um, okay. Who, who would you like Gand to punch? He's going to punch the Inquisitor into the next room. Okay. I mean, not opening the doors or anything, he's just going to be in the next room. Right. So I'll make him roll a dodge again. That's uh, 14, 18. 
He's now down to 40 plus 2. Fails to dodge. Gan does 70 or 60. I think it's 7 with his martial arts. Well. He does the color from space D. Uh, my standard dodge would be 15. My standard block would be uh, 9. So, yeah. And then my standard soak would be... Is this physical? He's not punching you. Oh, never mind. Why would Gand punch you? I can think of a few reasons. Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> that'll, that'll be a second turn. Um, <laughs> Oops, back swing. Yeah, so how much? Uh, he wound, manages to wound Tremaine. Cool. My area. And he's going to go ahead and go for a second shot. If he kills him with a one-two punch, the next ship we get is going to be called the uh, the Fist of Gand. Thirteen. And he's down to... He <laughs> dodges that one, though. Uh, so wait, yeah, wait, he, wait. He so spends a Benny. He's not going to get there. Yeah. He has 16 with a die yet to explode. Yeah, I have an exploding on that. 22, 23. He really dodges it. So... But no, Gand, Gand wades in and plants a good one on Tremaine. Silly insect. I don't come for It is now High Inquisitor's Tremaine's turn. And he's going to... I'm guessing he's just going to shock us some more. Yeah. He's going to throw a little Force Lightning at Gand. Does he realize he's getting dark side points every time he uses that power? Yes, he does. Okay. Do you think he's he cares? Really happy about it. Now the question is: Is Gand still wearing his uh, body armor? Electric dissipating body armor. Of course he is. Because it was a sweater. It was a. It was a <laughs> Christmas sweater. It was my gift. With electrical cable in it. It was my gift. So yeah, Tremaine at um, Zakash Ruleg. And, like, the lightning hits him, and you just see this purple electricity going straight to the deck of the ship Oops. and leaving him unhurt. And he laughs a little bit in his really weird and disturbing bug way. Yeah. Uh, stormtroopers go. They're going to open fire. Holy crap, I'm behind the stormtroopers? Yep. Yeah. They're going to shoot again. That's good. <laughs> Keep shooting at someone who's not here. You can't protest. <laughs> and do no damage. Sorry, we right off the hide. And the other one's going to shoot at... You were a hero. Quint. Yay. Because you look like the, the least threat. Really? Well, you haven't acted yet. Jesus Christ. Nine. What's uh, your dodge? Fifteen. He misses. Cool. Because he's a stormtrooper. Of course he is. So that was the troops. Uh, Gwen, DeMarco. Okay, so the... Captain Parlin is hiding, cowering behind a table. And there are chairs in the room, too. He's, like, flipped a table over and is, like, getting out of... Taking cover Am behind I it. Am I near one of the chairs? Oh, so sure. we're, like, in an interrogation room. That makes oh. sense. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, I kind of... I was thinking... I, in my mind, I was sort of behind the Grand Inquisitor at this point. Okay. So I want to give him a flat tire. <laughs> How is that going to... Oh, you're just going to stomp. <laughs> stomp on the back of his boot. Yeah. Because oh. everybody gets messed up by that. Yeah. 
And then Cheap shot. <laughs> I like it. Okay, give me a roll, he, okay. but I'm not going to give him any defense for you it. You know, I just find this really funny because you were talking about all this honor and stuff the last time we played about, you know, oh, but, you know, but oh, we have to do this the right way. And it's like, can I? Yeah, you can re-roll if you think that's okay. better than adding a wild die. Yeah, re-roll. No, add a wild die. Huh? Oh, re-roll the thing? Yeah. Yeah. Still only a six. Nah, you just like he's wearing high boots, yeah. so it doesn't. Really, I was kind of wondering about like, that. Uh, doesn't work. Does he at least turn around and look at me? Yeah, it's an action. My Sedai next turn, sucker. <laughs> uh, he so looks then... at you with his metal eye. <laughs> oh, so one of them is metal? Yeah, he's got like a oh. like a built-in metal eye patch over one eye, over his right so eye. So it's a patch, so he only has one eye? Yeah. It's like Kano So Wayne. then, I don't know, I just have kind of a Three Stooges thing in my mind. So mm-hmm. <laughs> well, only it's one. <laughs> only it's one? Yeah. Oh wait, so he only has one functioning eye, the other one's just But what would that be? Would that be Brawl? Because I'm not any better at Brawl. This totally worked in Kill Bill 2. Yeah, but that was more of the... Yeah, but I mean, it's the right idea. So would that be Brawl to like try to... It is Brawl. <sighs> and you're down to die. And I'm down to... Oh, and I'm down to die? Mm-hmm. Uh, agility. Right. It could be agility. It's a sleight of hand thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow that. I'll allow that. Ow. That it's You just what? gotta make the sound. Agility. You can do it oh, as it's an agility, agility roll. Yeah. <sighs> I'm better at it. Because you're not... Trying to punch with a lot of force, you're just bit, trying to. I'm a little bit better in agility. Land a finger in the right place. <laughs> and what would I need to do? <laughs> Sorry. And what was the? Whoop. That's better. Nine. The unarmored eye. And what's the wild die thing that I can try? You, that you just you already did. Oh, that was the spending. Spending. You could spend a force point and double your dice. Oh, well, why not? Yeah, so keep that. Keep or that. Add two more. Roll two more. Oh, okay. Is one of those also Woo-hoo. wild? No. And, no. Okay. And another nine for 18. 18. That'll get him. So that I poke his eye out? <laughs> You've at least blinded him. I've made it water really bad. Yeah. Take what we can get. He yeah. crackles with force lightning, but it's just uncontrolled all over his own body. So do one of the stormtroopers by any chance get... Hit by his. No, no, um, it's just crackling all up and down his body. Oh, okay. Because um, his eye is watering so bad. Yes. But <laughs> you gotta go now. You've okay. just been sitting back enjoying the show. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, maybe I should, you know, do something now. Well, I tried to hit the guy and it didn't work, so this time I'm gonna grab a chair. Yep. And I am going to uh, try and beat one of the stormtrooper senseless with it. Okay. Brawl. Uh, melee, correct? Brawl. Brawl. Uh, no, melee. Yeah. It's oh. the same for me, so okay. whatever. I only had my one for Uh, 13, 14. Alright, he rolled a 5 to dodge it, so... What's, um, what's the damage for a chair? I'm going to say strength plus uh, 1d plus 1. Is that force point that I spent forever gone thing, or does it... You get a new one each session. Oh, okay. 10. I've never spent a force point. You, um, stun, what's that called? Uh, stun. Yeah, you stun one. Okay, that's cool. Now that he's stunned, I'm going to try and disarm him. 
Okay. So down a die, and what would that be? Brawl. All right. Do I have to declare burning the first point, force point first? No. Okay. Boxcars. Nice. Uh, so that's 16. Okay. Uh, he really doesn't get an active defense. So you uh, clock him with the chair. The chair, like, breaks over his helmet, turns the helmet sideways a little <laughs> bit. So, that, like, you know, the, the eye holes are over here, and he can't see. And then just, like, the blaster is yanked out of his hands. Yep. There you go. All right, uh, Corwin. Uh, what kind of gun is this? A just blaster a, rifle. Like a blaster, short blaster Army. rifle. Uh, okay, give me a... I got the book here, I'll look it up. Assume it's 5D. Fair enough. Goal is the captain and the grand inquisitor. We can dress... There you go. Corwin... Uh, okay, I, I'm, I'm sorry, does the grand inquisitor have a ocular implant, or is it just a like a metal eye patch? He's got like a, a metal eye patch that is built into his face. Oh, so like a facial reconstructive thing? Yeah. Okay. That's my no, interpretation. No, could, oh. That's my interpretation of this picture. Yeah, it's like a cybernetic implant. That looks like it's a cybernetic doodad. It looks like his head got crushed and got redone. Probably. Mm. That's okay. I That's what happens know. when you're evil. You get disfigured. And he loses body parts. And My uncle the Baron just had the coolest sunglasses ever when he was blinded by dark Vader. So. Yeah. Yeah, well... <clears throat> All right, Corwin's going to bring... He's going to have the high ground. Bring the pain. Bring the pain. He's going to turn on the juice. Whoa. Hoi! Uh, and hit with his lightsaber. <clears throat> I'm guessing he's on handing somebody. Yep. Uh, and that will succeed. So that will take Tremaine down to incapacitated. Zahira. Uh, I'll shoot the other stormtrooper. Fourteen. I'm sp- yes. I need a twelve. I went to college. Oh, nicely done. Eighteen damage. <laughs> uh, so the one with the weapon, yes, is now wounded. The one whose helmet is pointing forward. Yes. Okay. He's only wounded. I'll take another shot. Okay. Well, Big money. Got. Big money. No whammy. Oh, you have the you have the captain sidearm. Yeah. Right. Twelve. Yes. Exactly. On the nose. And that doesn't affect the damage. No. Uh. Seventeen. He's now wounded twice. Don't kill him. Very sad. We only need the officer alive. Oh, you're you're right. Okay. Never mind. I'll take the first shot. What the hell? Okay. Yeah, not gonna get there. You just had to press it, huh? Oh, hey. What, <laughs> it's like what playing Area 51 and shoot off screen to reload. What about those bennies? Yeah, what the hell. You need a five to make it. Yeah, no, thank you. Oh, wait. My no. turn. Okay. Uh, Parlin is going to go. He, uh... <clears throat> now, you were tangling with him, right? You whacked him with a chair? No. No. 
I, no, I, she, no, not Parlin. I'm, yeah, Parlin. She poked the Inquisitor's the eye. behind the table. She poked the Inquisitor's eye. He stripped the gun from her. He's hiding behind the table. I cold cocked a stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. I would like to make sure that I'm between Parlin and the door. Okay, because that's where Parlin is heading. Yeah. Is not for the door, but for the comms panel. Okay. So uh, he gets up and rushes at the comms panel to push the button and say, send, you know, help, 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 send everything. Okay. What are you going to do? You don't necessarily have to, I mean, you could just stand in front of it. Yeah. Uh, and kind of offer it. Block him and maybe do a flat <clears throat> fight for a minute. Okay. Just to, enough to delay him. He's going to try to shove you out of the way. Okay. Uh, with his massive brawling skill. Oh, he doesn't have any. Hmm. Nine. What is your brawling parry? You can roll it. What am I rolling? Oh, brawl? Is that yeah, better? Brawl. Ten? Yes. Beats his nine. Whew. Gand is going to clock the other stormtrooper. Oof. Oh, not letting him kill the Inquisitor? Inquisitor is already down. Oh. Down, down, or? Down, down. Incapacitated. He uh, takes the stunned stormtrooper to wound. Uh, the troops basically both lose their turn. Okay. Gwen? So, Parlin is at the thing? Is basically... Trying to push her out of the way? Yeah, so he can call for help on the little comm, and they're having a slap fight. <sighs> I am the captain of this <laughs> ship. That's my button. Let me push it. <laughs> of course, the battle for the future are, of the galaxy would come down to this. <laughs> there are no words. Okay, so would like trying to do a flying kick be athletics? Uh, it would be brawl. What would be brawl? I'd allow you a tackle with athletics. Okay. Fifteen. Uh, beats him. <clears throat> so you, they're having the slap fight, and you just plow right into the side of them, and you know smash them into the wall, uh, but scrape them off of Zahira. Essentially, you don't hurt them, but you've got them out of the way. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Get into your feelings. <laughs> you know it to be true. You, you have a moment where you have him pinned to the ground with your face over his face, and he's like, kiss me. I've always loved you. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, no, I was thinking more along the loogie. <laughs> Were you the oldest child? <laughs> Why are you hitting yourself? I was, but then I got bumped to the middle. Um, so. <laughs> so your parents had you, and then had yours, all... mine, and ours. So we're all oldest. Oh, yeah, we're all firstborn. I don't really have anything else on me to like try to. Do I have some zip ties? <laughs> Roll a d six. <laughs> nope. nope. <laughs> Forgot to pack the zip ties. Um, what's nearby? Just the chairs? There's chairs, there's an overturned table. You're kind of around the feet of one of the stormtroopers. Um, 
Does he have some sort of cuffs or something on him? I guess that would be that would be another stealth cuffs? thing. To like try to now that I've got the captain knocked down. He's wearing a uniform coat, but it's one of those kind of uh-huh. cold cock him. Okay. Headbutt. I just oh. don't. Ha- I only have two for brawl, so it's yeah. not okay. And well, with my, and if it's my second action, I only have one for brawl. Well, then use the use the uh, the standard female attack right between the uprights. I'll put him down for a while. It's same number of dice, though. Yeah, but maybe I get a bonus. Feminine um, wild. She can use a oh, Jesus. Oh, I don't have any idea. of that either. No. Oh, empathy? <laughs> Where's empathy? Funny presence, charm? Charm, I have two. So What's... I'd just be down to one D anyway. <sighs> uh... you, you try to repair him. <laughs> slice him! Yeah, hold out my computer and slice him. Uh... Hold still while I get this in your data port. There's no my data port! <laughs> no! At least distract him for a round. <laughs> Well, I'm just going to do kind of the big brother pinning him to the floor. Okay, just sit on him. Yeah, just going to sit. Okay. That'll that'll at least force him... With a loogie over him. Yep. (laughs) He's really grossed out by that. So he's... (laughs) Quit! See, I don't know how I'm going to top that. Um, Okay. So I'm going to blast the comms panel. Okay. And let's see. Both stormtroopers are down, right? Both... No. They are both hurt, okay. but not down. To clarify, the comms panel is not the same panel we use to exit. Is it? Kind of is, yeah. So let's not blast it. Maybe. Okay. It, knowing that, no, I will not blast that. I'm going to be. I'm going to blast um, regular stormtrooper and then a skew trooper. Okay. That is. Uh, I'm guessing 21 is good enough. Yep. I mean, it's more than that, but it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, it doesn't make a difference. 21. He goes down. Woo! Number two. Uh, that is 16. Good. 23 and 25. He goes down. Okay. But he didn't even see it coming. Okay, and so everyone else is pretty much down, right? Uh, yeah, you've got Parlin. I'm using my High Inquisitor Tremaine is down, and Corwin is going ape shit on him with the lightsaber. <laughs> and he is hacking, like, Corwin is getting a dark side point right now, because he is hacking Tremaine into right. chunks. So, one, two, number, uh, I don't know if this is an action, but I point blaster rifle at... Captain Numbnuts' head. Yeah. And then yell at our Jedi to simmer the fuck down. Because we got this done. Alright, that pretty much ends it. So, Tremaine is clearly dead. The stormtroopers are dead from blaster fire. And Parlin is subdued and effectively helpless with a loogie <laughs> hanging over his face. That's, that's not a dark side point, is it? No. Not, just, it's just funny. Only if she spent a force point to do it. It's a gross side point. <laughs> Did we get specific instructions for what we were supposed to do? You were supposed to, uh, if, if successful, make contact with them, but to command the ship as though you were, I mean, because like you can't. But if our thing only works for two minutes at a time, 
You'll it's not like we can stand out. around on the bridge right. and wait to see what happens. I mean, so we should have had some kind of specific guidelines. What do you want us to do? Are the stormtrooper I'm uniforms going good... to my cabin? I, I don't want to be disturbed. supposed to spend a lot of time in your ready room. Okay. <laughs> Are the stormtrooper uniforms in relatively decent repair, except for the blaster holes? Uh, yeah, except for the blaster holes, but there would be spares on the ship. What I'm thinking though is it might be easier to force mine this guy rather than pose as him. <laughs> okay, then we just have to act as flunkies supporting him. But I need to give him some kind of specific instruction what I want him to do. Okay. Well, the the basic plan, and since we never actually spend time talking about actual plans, why would you? What are those? Was the rebel fleet is gathering around Celeste. Okay. Now, you're not going to be able to fly the capital ship to Celeste and rendezvous there because the other 36,000 people are on the ship are going to go, hey, that's the rebel fleet. We should call this in and do something about it. But basically you should take command of the ship and follow the orders that you're given by the Empire. <laughs> the expectation is that you would be recalled to defend the Death Star in the case of an attack or okay. take part of that defense. So you're going to be basically laying low, but in a position to pull the Trojan horse surprise when the attack actually comes. Okay. Now that doesn't mean that you all have to be on the ship. Okay. So for example, Captain Parlin could decide, oh, you know, these people we picked up are fine, let them go. And you could actually put everyone who's not controlling or acting as Captain Parlin on the capering Wookiee and have them rendezvous with the rebel fleet. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So then who is going to stay? Well, you would probably be the best staying by then. I since think I'm going to see if I can convince this guy to do it himself. Okay. Well, we have a full-fledged Jedi also, so between the two of them, I don't see why that couldn't work. Um, the problem is, how long does that stuff last? There's rules for that. I don't think there's a duration. From what I can read here, it's just... Permanently alter a target's memory so, so he remembers things incorrectly or fails to remember something. Right, but can be used to alter conclusions so that he comes so to you make it. So it's a permanent bizarro tweak. Game. Well, it's just a way of streamlining well, it. So I mean, I'm not saying you're joining the rebellion. Obviously, it's going to be resistance. I'm going to say your chance for redemption will come soon when you're recalled to defend against the attack. All the other you, Star Destroyers... You will. know that the other Star Destroyers are filled with rebel spies, right. and it's been your secret orders from Vader himself. Too. And Lord Vader will be most impressed with how you distinguish yourself in the coming battle by so he's just gonna show being up clearly head and shoulders above the false flag mm -hmm. Star Destroyers. If we can get... I mean, if he's going to do this, we don't need to be here. Maybe, I mean, like that, maybe another suggestion is... We are no threat, you know, when the rebellion comes, when the insurgence in the Imperial fleet happens, we are small potatoes, you should let us go at the first sign of attack. Okay. And that way we'll be able to get free and maybe affect the battle from... What page are you on for your force? Uh, 149. Okay. So I'm going to say this is moderate. Okay. And I'm going to need two separate rolls... So one, to alter his memory 
memories of his orders. Okay. Uh, you know, that he has had secret orders from Vader himself regarding, like, a false flag operation within the fleet. Okay. And a second one, and, and also alter his memories in terms of forgetting about you. Okay. Uh, so the, the second one is to let you go. All right. And forget about you. Okay. The first one works. It's going to be a 14 on the first. Okay, moderate is 13, so you make it. All right. I don't know why I bothered to change dice. Oh, that would actually be... I'm sorry, I did that wrong. It's supposed to be 2D plus 2. Best of three. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm thinking Corwin is there to assist you. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say it's 3D. Hey. Okay. So, I rolled 3D. Huh? <laughs> I rolled 3D. I just want to take that roll. He shows you how it's done on the first one. Okay. Try again, young Padawan. Okay, so you and Corwin go to work on Harlan. Corwin does the Jedi mind trick of, you know, you have secret orders from Vader. Uh, You'll be called to the defense of the Death Star. These were the orders he gave you, and he's like, yes, and uh, he believes that. So he's going to essentially behave normally until shit goes down. You try, you know, you're learning from the master. You try to do the same thing, and you're like, you have no memory of us from Tatooine. Uh, he's just kind of, like, you felt like you got most of it. You just didn't get all of it. But he's a little addled, and he's wondering why there's all these dead bodies in the room and what happened to Tremaine, why he's all hacked to smoking chunks of Tremaine roast. <laughs> um Mm. So he's he's just a little confused, but is your basic idea that you want to just get everyone off and on the capering Wookiee and out? In theory, yeah. I mean, I'd like to be able to go when we choose with our stuff. Okay. So what's your plan for exiting this ship? We strut. Is he going to let us get our stuff back? Uh, certainly if one of you looked like him. <coughs> I'll use my little doodad. Can you get out of the room first? Well, wait, is the door locked? <laughs> yeah. It's a, oh, it's still locked. It's I a prison. It was, okay, well, here, I'll fix that. Uh, mechanics? There was a thing specifically for security, and I listed all the old skills on here. Oh, yeah, it is skullduggery. Okay. Do you want to do it, or should I? I've only got three. Okay, I'll do it. And if this doesn't work, I'm just going to use my plasma cutter to cut through the lock. Okay. Uh, with a 16, I'm thinking I got it. Yeah. It's the same on every Imperial ship. One, two, three, four. <laughs> they never change the codes. Amazing! It's got the same combination on my luggage! Uh, yeah, so you just basically waltz out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, As me. And, or I... Flip the switch before I walk out. Okay. And then I walk up to... Disguise as... 
Uh, you know what? I'll go as uh, uh, Johnny Tremaine over there. I mean, he's burnt now. Okay. And I'll just go up and say, where the, you know, where is the equipment that we captured from the rebel spies? Uh, in the locker? Bring it to me. Alright. We probably shouldn't throw around that they think we're rebel spies if they're letting us go because we didn't do anything. Well, whatever. <laughs> Give me a deception. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, that is not a skill. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Cunning. Under cunning. Oh, sorry, I was looking under presence. Yes, give me a deception. Now, you're going to get... Uh, I'm going to make this an 8 to succeed because your disguise is convincing. Uh, 13. Okay. He's like, yes, right away. Scuttles off. Brings you back. You know... Everything. It's all in, like, plastic bags. But... It's going to be a big plastic bag for that can. <laughs> uh, I, I get it. Here, do you want me to deliver them somewhere? No, leave them here. I will deal with it. Okay. Fucking off, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, nostalgia. Moving on. Well, right. everyone is scared to death of this. No, no, I, I get that. But I, I, I think I said that once to a superior. <laughs> He's like, get out of here. Fucking off, sir. Okay. <laughs> so we'll suit up and stroll casually back to the hangar. Okay. Mm-hmm. How you're going to have to like convince the personnel in the hangar that you've been cleared for release. We've only used one doodad. Yeah. Give me another doodad. I'll go back as Johnny Tremaine. Well, no, the doodads are programmed. I'm going to say that the doodads are programmed to look like either Captain Parland, random lieutenant, random midshipman. Oh, so there or is there an officer in the hangar area? Uh, there would be like an NCO, warrant officer, or NCO. lieutenant would be sufficient. Yeah, yeah. Say. All right. So we're just going to hand wave the the I am Tremaine thing for. Well, we, I mean, we don't need. Yeah, to. and uh, I'm going to say Tremaine was in there too. Okay. I, don't, I don't know why he would be, but because <laughs> we already said so and yeah oops but as far as the hangar we can just uh, pretend we're a lieutenant with orders from the captain you know to yep. let him go the vessel is cleared for release at you know their earliest convenience okay so they make that happen and you can fly away okay fly away fly away where are you flying to away um, <laughs> can I go to Endor I need um, to get my family is there any possibility to put a tracking device on the ship? Sure. Well, yeah. I'm just saying we might not want to jump back to exactly where we came from because that would be bad. Um, well, they were the you knew that the rebel fleet was rendezvousing at Solust. right? Oh, do you mean is there any possibility the Empire put a tracking device right. on the ship? Uh, I can find that. Okay. That's kind of what I do. Would that be mechanics or communications? Uh, I'm going to say that would be sensors, actually. Okay, sensors. So we'll get out, and then I'll do a sensor sweep at, before we make the jump. Okay. But if nobody gave the order for that to happen... Uh, how's a 14 work? Looks clear. All right, jump to Solist. Okay. Looks clear, you bitch. 
<laughs> you said it was clear. I said it was clear. All right, so that's where we will pick up next time is uh, Rendezvous with Home One on Solace. The Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play Community Theater Podcast was brought to you by Baron Productions. The Star Wars role-playing game, second edition revised and expanded, was published by West End Games. For more information, check out www.chippewavalleygeek.com. Be sure to tune in next time when our Star Warriors get a front row seat at an incident at Endor. I've heard our podcasts. I sound like um, either a lech or a hamster on caffeine. Either way. Yeah. Fortunately, I edit most of you out. <laughs> what would we do without the truncate jack feature? <laughs> Did you spend the force point to do that? Okay, you're good. And they have the one. What the, what How do you, do you injure yourself gaming? You do this all the time. Oh, my arm! Ah! I rolled the dice! It's not like it's a contact sport, man. I am a gamer. Any physical activity (laughs) is anathema to me. Slicing. uh, School degree. Security. Oh, uh, uh, help. Skill list. Why did I make all these dumb skills? Oh, my God. Wait. I did that. Computers?